So if you start the day just with you, you're not reacting to anybody else. And it's not that like, I'm not saying email is like the enemy here. We all have to send emails and we all correspond with the people we love in various ways. But it's you setting the tone for the day rather than going into a reactive mode where you let it get set by other people. And, you know, that was in reference to the start of the day. But I would say the same thing about many, many times I will find myself midday or maybe evening as I'm getting into that time where I really want to be relaxing and shutting off my brain for a little while or at least slowing it down. And I often will find myself in those midday moments needing a reset. And I don't believe there's any one magic way that is the right way to reset. I think there's so many ways. Deep breaths, meditation, you know, any kind of prayer or spiritual practice, a little mini dance party to a song. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hello, everyone. I'm Sabrina, your host for the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. And today we have another exciting episode from our American life coach, Dr. Stephen Lovegrove. And we connected through social media and through a program where we really wanted to help using media to get our message out because you all have a message within you. And especially healthcare professionals. So we, every day we thrive, we push through all the boundaries, barriers, and we know the past year has been very difficult for many, many people. And just like uh, Dr. Love Growth, we just talked about before the show went live is that like we're constantly growing. How do you define you, your life, your version of that? It's not the magical new year, just reset that. There's no magical thing of a new year resolution we got to it. But remember who we are as a person. How do we go from there? So without further ado, Dr. Stephen Lovegrove is one of the fastest growing names in personal development. After a traumatic childhood as a gay child in a fundamentalist cult, Stephen restarted his life and created the life and business of his dreams. And Stephen supports entrepreneurs and entertainers in changing their lives from inside out. And thank you so much. I appreciate you for spending some time with us, especially doing this craziness. I'm happy to have heard that even your clients and yourself, including myself, this new year as we have transitioned 
to this big conclusion of 2020, something stopped us from doing so many things that we dream, our desire, constantly pivoting into the time of right now. So I'd love it for you to share more about yourself and your journey. Yeah. Well, first, I just want to speak to the 2020-2021 point and say, I love John Mayer personally, and I do love the song Waiting for the World to Change. But I hope if 2020 taught us anything, it is that, well, that might be a good song. It is not a good life philosophy. And so we would challenge people today not to be waiting for the world to change, but rather recognizing that you can change your life from the inside out. And that is what I'm all about. I am, as you said, America's life coach. I primarily work with entrepreneurs and entertainers, but I was so excited to get to share with healthcare professionals today who are doing such important work, especially in this moment. Um, And yeah, I hope that this conversation can support you in moving more in the direction of a life that you love, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah, that's amazing. And we in healthcare space, and as you know, it can be sometimes get trapped into, oh, I see my patient. This is the problem. Let me just solve this. Let's keep going on because there are other patients going to come into my door. I need to do something about. But then we start losing the point of not just problem solving, right? Not just the intentional set of things, but if we lost ourselves in why we're doing this, a reset our own energy, our own personal character in a way, and to connect to those who actually matter to us, the family. So we don't seem to be married to our job to be the one who's, yes, you're constantly working. I can't even get my personal time. Right? Like, how do you sometimes, even from healthcare professional who are entrepreneurs who have their own practice or they even have telemedicine all that how do you really help people to to rethink how they need to live and show up yeah i think one of the things that's difficult is when you do work that is helping others or caring for others uh you obviously got into that field and i don't pretend to you know fully understand the experience of working in healthcare but What I would imagine we have in common is you got into the field because you wanted to help others, right? And so, of course, that feels important to you. That feels top of mind. And it's easy to get swept up in that, sometimes, of course, in a good way, but also possibly to the detriment of you stop taking care of yourself along the way. And one of the things I think is just so important, and I know this may be a very basic concept, but it's it's basic for a reason because it's foundational. You want to give from overflow because if you have an empty cup yourself, there's not a whole lot you can give from that place. And so I fully understand being busy and thinking, oh, I wish I could just disconnect and go have a spa day and stuff. And that's not possible for me right now. But I think it's the little things. You know, I'll just share one quick practical thing. For me, I start every single day on airplane mode. Before I go to bed, I set my phone on airplane mode. I start every single day on airplane mode. And I'm not going to pretend that I can get two, three hours into the day in that space. But I am shocked at how even 10 minutes, 20 minutes of the day where I don't check emails, I don't let the notifications flood in yet. And I just have a moment to myself. It's those little choices, those little things that can really make a big difference. Yeah, that's such a good practice. 
we know our mind, if you bombard yourself with what other people demand of you, and then of course, our eyes are tracing into any objects that move. So even within your house, small things will distract us. It's not something that we can prevent unless you made yourself that way. So this is such a great point. Put yourself on airplane mode. If the first thing in the morning, we're already checking our text messages, emails, that's what other people demand your time. They want something from us. And in healthcare, yeah, we still have plenty of emails, right? From the meetings, researches, uh, how do you want your schedule lined up for the next week, right? All these things. So I love this point. And can you think about all of us, some of us, we have to show up in the hospital seven o'clock in the morning, right? And then therefore, if we wake up at five, we can actually maybe take that 20 minutes of our self time just to get ourselves moving instead of uh, already worry about that beeper and all different other things. So yes, share anything else that you would do in your own life to keep yourself on task? Yeah, and I, I think it's this, theme of being creative rather than reactive in our own lives. So if you start the day just with you, you're not reacting to anybody else. And it's not that like, I'm not saying email is like the enemy here. We all have to send emails and we all correspond with the people we love in various ways. But it's you setting the tone for the day rather than going into a reactive mode where you let it get set by other people. And, you know, that was in reference to the start of the day. But I would say the same thing about many, many times I will find myself midday or maybe evening as I'm getting into that time where I really want to be relaxing and shutting off my brain for a little while or at least slowing it down. And I often will find myself in those midday moments needing a reset. And I don't believe there's any one magic way that is the right way to reset. I think there's so many ways deep breaths, meditation, you know, any kind of prayer or spiritual practice, a little mini dance party to a song. But I think even if the day gets away from you and you end up in a cycle of reactivity, midday resets are key. We all have to do it. I have to reset on a regular basis, but don't let the day get away from you. If you're finding yourself in a cycle that's not going well, let yourself have that moment to reset as soon as you can. You're so true. I also talk about when we do reset, it can even as short as two minutes. And some of the exercise I do with my clients, the same thing. And one of the nurse recently presented at the hospital unit, she came off a 12-hour shift. We did this two-minute mental reboot, uh, what I call their mental vacations. And that's what she found. It's like, oh, I can actually keep going. It's that power of whether you use breathing, you said, or even noticing your body posture, noticing that we do have all these mental chatter that bombarding our mind, but we have the power to pivot. We don't have to allow ourselves just to play catch up constantly. I'm feeling mm-hmm. like by the end of your shift, you can't even think about anything. You just want to eat, hit the pillow and repeat the same thing yet another day. How dreadful would that be? Instead, like what Dr. Lovegrove say. Give yourself that little mini reset in the middle. So then you feel more refreshed. You're more attentive to the next patient. You're not carrying out anything from your previous engagement event, right? And then would you be feeling better and show up better, right? Would you be even happier? <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a very good point because we do carry forward energy. And so 
you know, you use the example of a patient, I would think about maybe an intense client session or maybe a, a business meeting that was rough or whatever the case may be. We need to make sure that we don't let things spiral, right? And this is a huge thing that I look at with people is everybody has moments. But when a moment really starts to affect your life is when a moment becomes a pattern or when a moment becomes a spiral. And so it is really important that if something throws you off, if something moves you into a not so good space, we want to attend to that. We want to care for ourselves before that just continues to spiral and get worse and worse and worse. Yes. And if we allow that to happen, sometimes it's hard. That's why we talk about there are sabotaging tendencies. We recognizing what's helping us, what's truly in our genius zone, our passion zone. Let's combine different things that truly create momentum. And that's a process. And not all of us have that internal system. We might have a system on how we carry out work, right? Oh, there's a set of uh, meetings I need to go through. There's a set of to-do list. But those are still external things. If you don't have an internal system to keep yourself going, you're also keep pouring water for other people, keep putting oxygen masks on other people. You don't know how to even reach out to grab the resource that you truly need. So this is as, as important as I needed to do my job, but you have to do your job for yourself first, right? And what are some of the typical barriers you're seeing people either make excuses for themselves or you feel like it's the key thing they need to fix before they move on? Can you clarify before they move on in which in which direction, in which sense? So for how we wanted to show up as that powerhouse in our life and in our career, what are the some typical problems people actually coming to you for? And then sometimes we see our problem is A, but their actual problem is B, right? And we're not making that connection. And therefore, we're solving one problem is not really helping us to move forward. Do you see that in the clients that you're helping? Yeah. So I think it's funny how our brain will often get fixated on something that's not even the right problem. And so we're over here looking for a solution and we're not even trying to solve the right problem. And so it's it's a trap that keeps us stuck, right? The two biggest things I would say would be identity and beliefs. So how people see themselves and what they believe. And the reason those two things are very, very important from an identity perspective, we will always reset our lives back to who we believe ourselves to be. So, you know, you'll hear people say things like, oh, you know, I'm going to be forever alone or it always goes this way for me. I always have bad luck. And people say these things. And a lot of it really does come down to how they see themselves. And if you see yourself a certain way, you're going to keep resetting your life to match that sense of identity. The same thing is true with beliefs. Your life is always going to give you evidence of what you believe. And so some of us have beliefs that we acquired along the way, maybe from childhood, maybe from society, maybe from a bad experience in our past. But we've latched on to those beliefs. And so now we have all of this evidence we've built up that, see, my belief is true. And I see it here and I see it here. And what you look for, you will always find. So those are two places I always look to change right away is people's identity and people's beliefs. 
I totally believe you, right? Like I, uh, I also study on self-efficacy leading to how we care for ourselves. Whether you believe you can do something or not, you're right. Because our brain tend to find all the reasons to prove you whether you can do or not, right? And, and then in that sense, how can we empower ourselves? That needs some self-recognition and training, and that's okay. And we can be someone who's say, hey, I'm powerful. But just repeating that sentence is not even enough, right? We can believe in ourselves so much, but it also matters on taking those tiny steps to change the belief or to do something else to prove to yourself that you are different than what you think you are. So that's really awesome to say. So with this newer year, now we're stepping into middle of the uh, January, what would you recommend people to do at this time? Yeah, well, obviously you can do this at any time of the year, but I do think people like harnessing a moment like this. I think this is a really good time to get clear on what matters to me most this year. And to really let yourself be honest about, you know, the world is a little bit different than what most of us have been used to right now. A lot of people's priorities have changed. A lot of people's desires have changed. You know, I know people who were climbing the corporate ladder in a certain job and they left it all since the pandemic began because people's priorities have changed. People's desires have changed. So really get clear with yourself about what matters most to me right now in this season. You know, you're probably not going to change 39 areas of your life this year. But don't let the overwhelm of everything that you would like to do or create or change. Sometimes people let that overwhelm stop them from moving forward with anything. And I think that's a big mistake. So if you pick a number one priority and even just on that one piece alone, you move forward this year, that would be a really big win. Right. I think that's really true. Sometimes we create this big dream, big thing I want to change, this thing I wanted to create, a, but then it becomes too unrealistic that you have to actually visualize into tiny little details of what that look like and feel like. And if we don't get to that point, of course we procrastinate. We're only human, right? We search for joy and then escape the pain. Something I also ask recently, I have been running workshop is how about you only think about the next 30 days or next 90 days, break it down. And then not thinking about your whole year ago, because if we're feeling so far away and then it become, oh, maybe I'll do it later. Right. And then we start giving ourselves excuses. So the next 30 days. So for all of us, what does that mean for you for the next 30 days? Can you really just commit to that? And then do that. What is something you can really commit to even today or Mm. tomorrow for you to consistently do it? Right. There's so many different ways. Sometimes too bad. We all think out loud in our own head and then become 10,000 different ideas. Instead of going to someone like Dr. Lovegirl, he can just pinpoint the things you really need to fix. And that's why we are here right? as resources, as people who want to be there for healthcare professional who are in this tough situation. Even my hospital is doing the same thing. The number one problem with a lot of nurses is that mental wellness support. 
from the COVID patient rotating through from maybe uh, some departments are not able to see as many patients, even though they know there's still a large population out there right, due to all the restrictions. Mm. So yeah, like let's regroup. This is amazing. And um, before we wrap up, I also love to say that we have experts out there and they're the one you should go to. However, it's hard for any of us to be experts in all the major aspects of our life. And that's okay. That makes us unique. That makes us human. That's why we collaborate and we create synergy. So we needed to reflect. So I asked all the speakers to take that holistic life assessment and to find out what's their number one killer that preventing them from creating that perfect 10 in your life, right? The, the love and harmony. So Dr. Love Group, when you took the assessment, uh, any thoughts coming into your mind? Anything you wanted to change? Yeah. So what's interesting, and I think this relates to our conversation is, I believe the, the category I got the highest on was the mission piece. And as we were talking about, when you're in a field where you're so driven by the people that you want to help and the, the mission that you have and what you do, it's easy to let that, that be such a priority that other things fall to the wayside. I think one of my lowest, if not the lowest, was the social life one on the assessment. And I, you know, a lot of times I think with these tools, it's like, it points out to us things that we already know, but oftentimes with our weaknesses or just with certain areas of our lives, we don't look at those places very often. Right. And I think for me, I think part of it is just the pandemic. I do feel like my social life is obviously not what it normally is, but also one, one thing I think that reflects that I am aware of is. For a long time, I had particularly dating fully on the back burner. And I just kind of had this belief of, I'm just going to do my thing. And, you know, it can happen if it happens when it happens. And one of the things I've realized over the past year is I am a proactive person. And in no other area of my life would I kind of take that much of a passive hands-off approach. So that is on my radar of something that I have been wanting to put a little more time and, and energy into. But yes, yeah, Sabrina's assessment is a, a great tool of self-awareness that I hope everybody gifts yourself with the opportunity to take. Thank you so much for just sharing your true self and that all the awesome tips that you gave us. And for anybody who wanted to take the assessment, you can just go to my website, sabrinarumbach.com forward slash assessment. And so tell us, how can people reach you? What particular programs or anything that you want to highlight? Because we know people's going to love your message and your methods too. Yeah. So I say Instagram is probably the easiest one-stop shop. There's a lot of things you can check out there. I have a texting list that I text messages of encouragement. You can get the info for that there. You can learn more about my coaching, my courses, all of that stuff is on Instagram. So the handle, and I'm sure Sabrina will link it, but Dr. Lovegrove, D-R-L-O-V-E-G-R-O-V-E. -E, and come say hi, message me with the beginning with the word Sabrina, if you're messaging me there. So I see you and I know that you are coming from here. Amazing. Well, I know we are in the beginning of the year. And there's so much more opportunities if we're just open our heart to who you are and be able to continue to move forward. And no matter what, we can be resourceful and we can solve it. 
because you can be a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Thanks everyone for listening in. We appreciate your feedback. So please leave a review on iTunes until next week. Bye guys. All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Powerful Passionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you're no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.